The news is back, everybody. We got a lot of great stuff to cover this week. But first and foremost, Velocity. Isn't that right, Marcus? Yeah. We just got done watching. It is, it is Sunday. Wait, Saturday. Perhaps I'm sorry. Saturday. It is Saturday while I watched the tongue contest and the three-point shooting challenge and the skills challenge. I know yesterday, I didn't get to catch the celebrity game, but I did watch like 25, 30 minutes. I saw most of it, the re- a re-recording, at least a celebrity game and stuff like that. But um, before we jump into it, what did you think of the celebrity game first? Want to start from the top there? Are we jumping right into everything? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, for those of you who don't know, we're talking about uh, NBA All-Star Weekend, which is going on uh, this year in Utah. Um, celebrity game yesterday, I caught bits and pieces because I was cooking at the time, so I had the TV on. But uh, I just saw a couple of little things where people were talking trash and people were cheering and going crazy. I did see one or two of, uh, what's his name? DK's Dunks. Yeah. And I'm not talking about Donkey Kong. His name is DK. What, what's his actual DK, name? DK? DK Metcalf. Metcalf. And, uh, you know, just freak athlete, amazing player. Uh, the only thing I did catch is I think they did a, uh, like a three-point contest for charity between Dwayne Wade and I think the new, one of the new majority owners for the Jazz. Uh, pretty young guy, actually. I don't know too much about him, but the guy, you know, not a basketball player, uh, so he did decent. And Dwayne Wade actually struggled a lot, which made me happy because I'm still holding on to that uh, that uh, finals loss with the Miami <laughs> Heat. I'm still a D Wade hater here, not really, but I mean, anything bad happens to him, I, I gotta <laughs> gotta laugh it up. Uh, but yeah, th- that was pretty good. And then I was pretty happy with today's uh today's little events as well yeah uh well let me start with the celebrity game just real quick before we kind of get into today's I, I don't think it'll take that long i know we love talking basketball but you know general thoughts here and there once we get into today but i did catch most of the celebrity game as far as like the 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 what i guess the rewind review the rewatch um dk metcalf freak athlete i would love to see what this guy would do against like a big physical center because this guy is huge I'm like muscle on muscle. And I freak out every time this guy was had the ball because he kind of looked like, you know, it just he would dribble the ball, look a little weird, but when this guy would jump, my God. And then you had Guillermo from uh, what's uh, the talk Jimmy show Kimmel? from Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel. Kimmel. And he was a trip having fun, brought a pizza halfway through the game or going through fourth quarter. And he get, he he tried to give a slice to, to Shaq. And Shaq was like, no, no, Papa John's here only. Papa John's here only. Yeah, and then... Uh, we had Richard Jefferson, who started off as a broadcaster there on the side, and he goes, "Okay, guys, you need the big reveal. He's gonna be a celebrity. He was gonna be a referee and start uh, refing the game." And then he looks over at D Wade and goes, "I don't like you, D Wade. I'm counting everything against you." Starts talking smack, and then a little more halfway later, he takes off his his uh, his officiating uniform, and then he has a jersey underneath, so he's gonna play in the celebrity game. And then he jammed it one twice, two or three times, and you know he was exhausted after that. But it, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun from the you know, now that these celebrities, basketball players are guys we saw growing up, Carlos Boozer came out and everybody, boo, you know, the Boozer, the Boozer the Chan and uh, Richard Jefferson was out there. And it, it, it was a lot of fun for the most part. I know before I was, I was kind of, kind of like a circus. Dun, 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 dun. In this case, in this case, it looked like it looked competitive, looked fun. And they did a lot of crazy stuff. Like the rough, the ruffle, what do they call it? The ruffle challenge, uh, what is it? Timer or something like that. Where like everything. The, the button, button yeah, the button where you know where everything starts counting as double, and then they had a they had a, a four point shot out there and all kinds of stuff, and it it 
it was a lot and it was fun. And if you're a fan of just, you know, random guys, you know, it was intense. And it even came down to a buzzer beater at the end. It was clearly uh, past the buzzer, but the, it was like maybe like half a second or a second after the buzzer had sounded. And Miz made it. Was it Miz? I think it was Miz. It was the Miz, yeah. Yeah, he he made it. And everybody everybody was going crazy. I said, oh, my God. Like, you can't make that stuff up. So it was a lot of fun uh, to see, you know, and stuff and kind of win this. I wish I watched the game live just to kind of be a part of that hype. But, you know, it is what it is. And it was still, it was still a lot of fun. But uh, what you? It was really exciting. The last thing I wanted to bring up, which was actually probably the funniest thing to me, because it seemed like it might have been a mistake. But uh, when Richard Jefferson was refereeing, Giannis Antetokounmpo actually goes up to him and says, like, calls him over, goes up to him and says, like, you're out here refereeing like Mark Davis, like talking trash yeah. to the referee. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know if he realized that, that Jefferson had a mic on, but it, everybody heard him loud and clear and everybody was just laughing and like, uh, he's criticizing refs. Like, uh, let's see if uh, he ends up getting slapped with a fine or something, but it, it wasn't good fun. So hopefully not. But uh, there, there's been a lot of exciting. I don't know if you've seen some of the little interviews about that they've been doing with some of the big uh, stars out there uh, for All-Star Weekend. But Giannis, they started asking him, like, oh, who are you wearing? And he's like, oh, you see this jacket? I got it for free. You see these shoes? I got it for free. You see my watch? My watch and something else? They fake. Like, they're not even real. Uh, and they, Somebody asked Luca about his Riz. Are you up to date with the, with the lingo nowadays and Riz, what Riz is? I have no idea what the hell that is. <laughs> so essentially like your game is your riz like and i'm talking about game like as in your ball uh, game your 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 like your being able to be well being able to spit game oh, oh not, like nothing rapping. to do with basketball this has, oh. this has not even rapping dude this has to do with like picking up chicks like, yes like picking being up charming girls. yeah being charming it it what okay i'll just put it this way riz is kind of short for like charisma uh, it's kind of like where it, where it came from. Now you see so that somebody, makes a some, lot more sense. Yeah. So someone asked him like, Luca, God. if you had to rate your Riz game, what is it? And he's like, nah, probably a five. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's it's been a fun All Star game thus far. The celebrity game was pretty good. We can uh, now we can jump into now the uh, uh, the skills. I guess skill Saturday. You know, we have the skills challenge. We have the dunk contest, and we have the three point shootout. Uh, the first of which was our skills challenge, which was uh, teams of three competing against each other. We had the Antetokounmpo's, the rookies, and the Utah Jazz team. Uh, the Utah Jazz did end up taking it, which was nice. The skills challenge was okay, out outside of maybe the shooting yeah. aspect. It was kind of, kind of poor, but uh, it was nice that the Utah Jazz were able to win it at home. So uh, congrats to them. Uh, any other things there before we jump into the next... Yeah, the skills and actually, yeah, you know, I kind of like you know the way it was in the first. I like the passing. The passing looked like a lot of fun, and I like the the. And I've always kind of enjoyed the beginning part, but then that shooting part was abysmal. Like it, it was, it was a good maybe six or seven, you know, on a scale of ten, like how it was. And then it dropped it down like a five. I was like, Ugh. it was bad. It was, it was pretty bad. So I'm sure they'll be making a couple more changes on that next year. Yeah, they they struggled, but I mean, it, they those guys out there weren't really shooters, shooters, so. I don't know. I, uh, they'll probably, like you say, they'll probably still make some adjustments. Now, uh, speaking of shooters, the three-point contest was okay. We also had some people in there that struggled. The guy from the Kings had a rough showing. Uh, we had a former winner in um, 
What's his name? Buddy Heald, right? Yes, Buddy Heald was there. Buddy Heald was a former winner. He was in there. Damian Lillard was in there. Uh, Jason Tatum, big big name, was in there. Dame also a big name. Um, and ultimately, it came down to what? Heald and Dame? Heald, Dame, and Halliburton were the I mean, Tyrese Halliburton, that's right. So uh, Dame Lillard, third time's a charm, pulled it off. Uh, Three-point champion. Yeah, that was... You know, and I remember last year when that happened... You know, whole, well, first of all, the dunk contest last year was just abysmal. Like, you're talking just atrocious, blasphemous in NBA standards to the point where people were speculating, or it's not, I guess, right, that the three-point contest was the event. And I didn't feel like it was the event, even as, as, as bad as the dunk contest was last year. This time around, like, yeah, you know, it's good. It, it, it was fun. I enjoyed the three-point, I always enjoyed the three-point contest. And I do like the, the I love the way the format is now. With the stars, with a starry ball being further behind, eight players, eight shooters, four guys. It's usually, I think they they incorporate big men now and stuff like that. And it's a lot of fun, a lot of strokes. But you know, knocking down shots, knocking down shots, hitting a rhythm, and then you kind of saw that thing at the end. It was you know, Buddy Hill, Damian Litter clutch, and then the last guy to go was Halliburton, who dropped thirty-one round one, but then he dropped like not even twenty in the second round. So it's kind of lackluster there at the end. Uh, ultimately, ultimately, to me, I still feel like the dunk contest is still the, you know, show or how would you say? It? I guess the main event of of All Star Weekend here on Saturday. So I'm sticking with that, and we weren't disappointed, were we? No, not at all. Uh, pleasantly surprised. You know, the names weren't uh, that recognizable this year. And uh, that's okay. And but that's okay. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, some of the some of the better ones have had. Uh, you know, people make their names off of that exactly and and oh. i think that's why it gives opportunity for young guys and this is a prime example young guys to go and kind of showcase right granted it's a stage everybody's watching so hey, you better perform you know what i mean and as far as you know and we've seen it before where you know these guys come up and to be fair when zach levine did the dunk contest the first first time i don't even think he was at all all-star caliber level and his name wasn't as big and all-star attached to it thrown around at that time that dunk contest propelled zach levine's name in all all categories to the point where like he came back a second time you know what i mean so there is a lot of name recognition if you do one of the dunk contests you know what i mean yeah i, I completely agree um so we had uh, kj martin from the houston rockets uh, son of very well-known uh, player uh, Kenyon Martin, uh, Matt McClung, a guy that actually just recently got picked up by the 76ers on a two-way contract, uh, Trey Murphy from the New Orleans Pelicans, and Jerko Sims from the New York Knicks. So uh, it was a decent showing for for them. Uh, most notably, though, like very standout performance for Matt McClung. Uh, Trey Murphy also had a, a you know some good dunks out there. Uh, you know, and the whole thing at the top of the show about velocity was just something that one of the guys that was commentating, uh, I believe it was Kenny Smith, just kept saying velocity, velocity. You don't know. You don't know about velocity. So, like, we kind of just were texting back and forth, joking about, like, man, what is with this guy and the velocity thing? Uh, but Matt McClung put on a hell of a show, man. Yeah. And it was... It was one of the better performances in recent years, just overall in general. I think this is... This performance is so good. I think the last time we talked about somebody like this, no joke, was 
Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine. Not to say that it was better or anything like that. I mean, even somebody had commentated, yo, you're putting his name already with Zach Levine and Vince Carter. That says something. That says something. Because I think, was it, who was it getting at? Who was, somebody was getting after uh, uh, Kenny. Was it Reggie? Somebody was getting after Kenny. And, it, and he makes a lot of sense. Like, Mac McClung, Mac McClung in this dunk contest made name for himself to where, guess what? Next year, people are going to be clamoring for Mac McClung because he was that exciting. You know, Lisa Leslie robbed him of a perfect score all the way through, I think. And when you have a young guy who nobody knows, because think about it, Do you remember anybody who's, you know, think of the most recent dunk contest which is the last most memorable one it's tw- it's the one with aaron gordon and and uh zach levine well guess what where people are going to be talking about hey remember mac mcclung's dunk contest people are going to be talking about this one because his performance individually is up there i think yeah and when you know a lot of people have different ideas about what the best dunk contest out there is you know of note we have the uh aaron gordon zach levine um which honestly was super close so in terms of uh, competition that has to be up oh, there yeah. Twice. you know then Twice. you have you have this one you know in terms of individual performance um in that same vein you also have the vince carter one which you alluded to as well like individual performance it was nowhere it was not close uh but just the individual performance just made up for for that one as well mm-hmm. uh then you go back to like some of the years where we had you know, prime Michael Jordan and Dominique Wilkins, two of the best players in the league. Like, yeah. will we ever see anything like that again? Like, where we have some of the best players going at it. And not only that, but then they get beaten by a little guy named Spud Webb. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we had players like Dr. J in the dunk contest way back when. So, you know, everybody has their different ideas. But this, for sure, is a very much a standout performance so oh yeah congratulations to, to mac mcclung and honestly to all-star weekend because thus far it's been pretty solid it's been enjoyable yeah and, and i know people were oh he single-handedly saved the dunk uh, single-handedly saved the dunk contest and in, in retrospect thinking back on all the dunks you know aside from mac mcclung i think uh trey murphy had that um, that really really awesome and it was kind of underrated that second dunk where he did four moves he, he windmilled tomahawk 180 uh back behind the back it was an intense dunk and you know i don't think people really realize that hey that was a great dunk but ultimately man mac mcclung man he saved saved the dunk contest and he here he said if the people want me back i'll be back and you best believe this guy he's we're, we're we want him back man <laughs> yeah so uh the last thing we have we'll have for all-star weekend is going to be tomorrow we're going to have the all-star game uh it is going to be where they're going to go ahead and pick teams right um reportedly they are going to try to avoid like who's picked last so supposedly what they're going to do tomorrow is they're going to pick the reserves and then pick the starters just so they don't leave somebody like at the very end like oh nobody wanted so-and-so he was the last pick Um, they're going to do the reserves first yeah that's what i've heard that's one thing I've heard. The other thing I've heard that's been floating around is that they will reportedly be honoring LeBron for uh, yeah. becoming the all-time leading scorer at halftime. I heard that. Uh, yeah. So, you know, 
let's let's see how All Star how the All Star game goes tomorrow. Hopefully, it's fun and they kind of make a nice little game of it and stuff like that. I'm sure with the picks and stuff like that, we're gonna get all these rumors again of like, oh, they they want to team up, or of course he's gonna pick his favorite, or so and so doesn't want to play with with him, and so and so doesn't want to play with him. So we'll see. It's all good fun, nice narrative, and it, yeah. it's just nice. To, uh, we're gonna be seeing a lot of guys out there, good guys out there. For sure, for sure. Um. Anything else you want to cover before we get into the news? I know this has actually probably been one of the weeks uh, that we actually haven't talked or game together much at all this week. So no, you've, been we didn't. To, you've been you've been up to anything new? I, I I've seen you a couple nights on Overwatch. Uh, anything anything cool there? Anything different uh, there? Ho- Hogwarts Overwatch is basically all I was been playing on my Xbox. Um, playing a little bit on my Switch, not too too much. Just watching One Piece and Aussie, it was just a, um, it was kind of a long week at work. I know we had like benchmarks and stuff last week, so all the, there was a bunch of data that came in, and I was just going through that and going through that. And as soon as I get home, I would just run and then just play, and I, I was just kind of like in a weird little, you know, zone there and stuff like that. And yeah, and, and usually we even talk when we play Harry, when we play Hogwarts and stuff like that. This is Harry Potter. We play Hogwarts and stuff like that. But I've just been super invested in that game and just trying to unlock everything i did get the um alohomoro level three uh, so i just started exploring and uh, like exploring i just totally just i'm doing the side quests i I have not i have not progressed forward in the story in the last three days that's because i've been playing like five or six hours a day at least okay yeah it's been a while yeah no same here a lot of i i was doing I've transitioned from last week to this week. Last week was a lot more was a lot of uh, a lot of Elden Ring and a little and Hogwarts on the side. Now I kind of have flipped the script and almost kind of phased out Elden Ring completely and just been playing Hogwarts. Um, I did need a break every now and then, so I was looking for something to watch. Um, and there was two things that caught my eye on uh, Netflix. One, the first one was I'm a I'm a big fan of the show You with uh, oh, yeah, Joe, you know, that, that did, that did drop. And then something else caught my, a show called physical 100. And I watched the first episode of you. And then I fr- watched the first episode of physical 100 and immediately was like, forget you. I'm watching this show. <laughs> really? It's like, what is that? So I'm not sure if this is the one that we've talked about before, but Remember how there was a we had reported that they were going to come out with some kind of like Squid Game esque kind yeah, of yeah. show. I'm not sure if this is that one. If this is that one, but essentially what it is is they are looking. the The premise of the show is they are looking for the perfect body slash athlete. You know. Period. Yeah. So they bring in. Uh, it, it is a, a Korean show. So they bring in all all types of you know body shapes, people from all kinds of uh, respects and disciplines. They have anywhere from like wrestlers to YouTubers, MMA fighters, powerlifters, um, uh, CrossFit people, mountain climbers, like all kinds of people. And it's a hundred people, uh, and they compete in like games. You know, some of them favor strength a little bit more. Other um, others like you need to have stamina. Uh, there's team aspects to some of the competitions and stuff like that. And I binged the whole thing in two days. Uh, there, how many episodes was it? 
I believe there's nine. Uh, I binged eight because this is one that releases week to like every week. So the last one, if I'm not mistaken, comes out on the 21st, which is Tuesday. So I'm like eagerly anticipating uh, to see who's going to win this. And as I was watching this, it was really exciting to hear all these people talk about like their disciplines and people pushing like, oh, you know, I'm an ice climber, like look into it. Like other people are like, no wrestlers, like we're, we're it, we're, we're the guys, you know, some of the power lifters and man, some of the things they do are impressive, man. And it made me think like, uh, I would love to have something like this in the US. I wonder who would go out and, and do all these kinds of things. Who would have the the kahunas to go out there and say, like, I'm the guy? Uh, because you see it in this one a lot. Like, these people are used to being number one at what they do. So uh, when they lose or when some when they don't get picked or something like that, like, they say right away, like, that hurt my pride. Like, this, isn't, this doesn't happen to me. Huh. Uh, a lot of them are Olympians, former uh, military. So it, it's awesome, dude. It, it's really cool. If you're into anything like that, you know, com competition, stuff like that. Uh, if you have a background in athletics and stuff like that and you're a competitive person, uh, it, it really gets you, you get into it like hard. So that that was the big thing for me, honestly, this week. And like you mentioned, Hogwarts uh, has been fun still. That's awesome. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we can uh, hop right into the news if you're ready. Yeah, yeah. Whenever you're ready. Uh, so first big thing, we have uh, Black Clover. The Sword of the Wizard King movie has been postponed, reportedly due to COVID. Uh, was coming out, was set to debut on Netflix and theaters, right? It was also going to come out in theaters. I believe uh, so, yes. uh, March 31st, and is now pushed to June 16th. So Black Clover fans, we're going to have to wait a little bit longer. Um, one of the most exciting things for me this week, actually, was Viz Media has uploaded... Uh, several animes to YouTube for free so that you can watch. Those include some big names, Death Note, Complete, uh, Hunter x Hunter, which is seasons one to three, Inuyasha, Complete Anime, Mr. Osamatsu, which I'm not familiar with. I don't know if you know of that one, Marcus. Yeah, yeah. It's a very popular. It's popular. very popular. Yeah, it's super comedy, com parody. It's, it's, it started in the 1960s. It's one of the staples in, in anime. There's, in, in Japan, there's games films all kinds of stuff yeah i i assume so because if, this list this list is a bunch of hits so that being the one i didn't recognize i'm like well this is probably more on me because i don't know what it is if, you know, it's well, if, if you see if if you probably see the the main character i think you would at least be like i've seen that guy before <laughs> let me actually right, keep right, going right, yeah, at least a picture test right now let me test him right now <laughs> maybe maybe I've, I've, I've seen this art yeah i've seen those guys yeah yeah, yeah that's what i'm saying like you, know uh, who I've is. Seen them. you may might, might not know their names but that's them like and i've never seen it but i know it's just it's popular you know what i mean uh, okay. so it's one of those like hey that's professor layton never played a game but we know who professor layton is <laughs> okay so yeah makes sense uh the other two are uh, Naruto seasons one through eight, which is, comes out to 220 episodes, and the last one being Sailor Moon. So, if you, you know, them just putting this out for people to check out, uh, you know, kind of get more people onto the anime thing. Everybody has YouTube nowadays, really, right? Not everybody has Crunchyroll, Hulu, Netflix, all that stuff, but YouTube's free. So, ev almost, uh, you know, everybody at this point has to have something. Uh, 
with yeah, YouTube they, or and they put some and those are all heavy hitters dude all of them yeah, yeah like those are sure. all those are all gateway animes yeah for sure so those are those are some good ones i also uh you shared some news about uh Ed and zero you wanna you know a little bit more about that so you want to share that with us yeah and you know it was just something that i saw and i was a big fan of fairy tale uh for the creator well Season one had dropped on Netflix a few years ago, and season two is getting its. It got it a first trailer, and it's going to be releasing April first this year. So, if you're a fan of Eden Zero, get ready because it it is coming. I know it, it, he same art, a lot of characters look the same, yada yada yada. But if you're like if you like Ferretta, you'll like this space opera thing kind of going on here. So, uh, check it out. You know, I just wanted to kind of share that because I am a fan of that anime. Nice. Nice. So we are going to transition into TV and movies. And the first thing is perfect uh, coming off of anime because uh, Michael B. Jordan has indicated that some of the fight sequences in the upcoming his upcoming movie, Creed 3, are actually inspired by some animes that he's seen. And this includes Hajime no, no op- Ippo? Hajime no Ippo? Hajime no Ippo, yeah. Uh, Megalobox? Naruto? Megalobox. Megalobox, yeah. Naruto, <laughs> My Hero Academia. Uh, so I mean, I know, I know of, uh, I've heard of Hajime. I know Naruto. I know My Hero. I imagine uh, Megalobox probably has to have some epic fight scenes too. If it's, it's a boxing, it's a boxing anime. It's boxing. Okay. Yeah, it's it's, it's perfect it's, sense. They use uh, what do they call? They they have machines on their back, so the machines are a- able to kind of give them, you know, power. But mm. uh, the main character's name is Joe. And the main character, he's actually based off somebody in real life. But um, it's been a while since I've seen season one. Season two actually just came out like a year or two ago. And he puts on his, I forgot what it's called. It's, it's something gear. Um, and he boxes with it. Well, he isn't really used to boxing with it. So he kind of, you know, uses his real old one and stuff like that. So he's being the hell out of people. It's just regular boxing moves. It, it's, for a boxing fan, it's intense. And actually, as a matter of fact, the first season is a lot like Rocky Four. With with um with uh, Drogo Drogo Drogo, yeah. Drogo. Uh, it's it's a lot like that where the big main baddie guy is this big Russian dude or whatever and ordinary Joe has to go and try to take this guy out you know what I mean and it's an intense fight but and, and just like and just like Rocky one it kind of ends on this little like weird thing you know I'm not gonna I don't want to ruin it in case you want to go and check it out uh, but Megalobox season two just come out. It's called uh, Nomad. So on this one, he something happens. He kind of goes off, and he's trying to get back to the boxing scene. And you know, again, there's a lot of I guess Rocky influences and stuff like that. You got you got to check it out, man. It, it's a lot. It's a lot more. It's not as shown in as Hajime. Hajime is you know very shown in with the main character and and stuff like that. Now this one's a little bit more, a um, little bit of like kind of like a, like a, like a neo western. Uh, dystopian type thing going on there so if you're not familiar with Megal- uh, megalobox check it out because it is a, it's a hell of a premise all right all right um up next we have uh we're getting a barney animated series coming in 2024 that looks atrocious <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but i mean barney's barney man like who doesn't know the song i still know the song <laughs> we do man I, I think i think i saw an article like millennials are triggered by new barney art i said hell yeah look at him <laughs> he's not again it's animated right we saw barney in a in a costume and stuff like that so obviously you know, there's gonna be some differences but still it looks pretty bad 
Yeah, it looks it looks different. Uh, for sure, like this, them going to like animated versus like the costume thing. They're gonna be able to do a lot more things, because like looking back, like you go back and watch some of those things, and you're like, oh my goodness, like this was like I thought this was real, like I was immersed. So uh, that's gonna be gone, for, like kind of, but I don't know. Well, I just gotta wait and see. I I, I don't think it looks that great either, but I mean. But being like who that who the audience is like who the actual audience really it's supposed to be, I mean that's okay. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we also did get uh, the new teaser for the Little Mermaid, where we got our first little tease of uh, Melissa McCarthy as Ursula the Sea Witch, which I'm actually kind of excited for. But uh, look, I mean, didn't look too different from the first one. Visually, it looks stunning. Uh, music sounds good. Uh, to me, I don't know if you got to see this. Kind of, yeah. I did see the. Well, I saw the Ursula teaser, mm-hmm. uh, but I, as a still, like as a picture and stuff like that. And the, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. I just, I went straight to the end because I forgot to be in. And the laugh is pretty spot on. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. Uh, dude. So that exci- that got me excited. I don't know, kind of. I don't know. If, I'm sure she'll be singing that song in some capacity. She has to. If she doesn't, I'm yeah. gonna riot. <laughs> well, I mean, I've I've never seen a live action Disney movie, man. So really, yeah, I'm not, I'm not Lion King, not uh, not Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, I, I'm not Aladdin. Wow, dude. Actually, I take that back. I did see one, and the only reason I saw it was because John Favreau's name was attached to, as a director. I did see Jungle Book. Okay. In theaters, that's the only I one I've it. seen. Yeah, that one was yeah, really good. I've seen them all except Mulan. It's the only one I haven't seen, but I mean, I'm gonna get to it eventually. I was just pissed because they left out some of the stuff that was some of our favorite things. Yeah. But uh, anyways, we are uh, also getting a live action Lilo and Stitch, which interestingly enough, <laughs> I did see that they cast Zach Galifianakis in. I believe he's supposed to be one of the little aliens. I mean, from what I've heard, which I mean, it, it doesn't matter who you get for those roles, really. But I mean, I thought that was an interesting choice. Makes and sense. He, it's funny. He's, yeah. You know. Yeah. And Lilo and Stitch, like, I was like, wow, man. But that was never one of my favorites. But I know a lot of people loved it. Oh, no. I like Lilo and Stitch a lot. I like it. Uh, Stitch, you know, I used to watch the, um, there was an animated series that came out on Disney after the fact. And so I was actually super into seeing how many different aliens or like Stitch clones there were and stuff like that. And they all had different numbers and experiment numbers and stuff. And there was all kinds, super creative. It's almost like Pokemon in a weird way because you had like these ghosts, uh, ghost aliens, rock aliens. You had one that was well, obviously, I think he's 626. I think it's 627 or it's, it's the one right next to, uh, to Stitch. This guy just likes it. He's a lazy ass who makes sandwiches all the time. That was the yellow one. Uh, the other main character. Yeah, it's a trip. So I'm actually... That's, that was interesting. I've always enjoyed Lilo and Stitch. It's funny, too. Yeah, well, since you want to talk about Pokemon so bad, uh, we'll cut everything right here and we'll just go into Pokemon. <laughs> no, no, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll get into it later. Don't worry. Um, we also have a, a live-action Hellboy reboot, which is going to be coming sometime in the future. It's reportedly going to follow Hellboy and a rookie uh, agent uh, going into something with Hellboy's past, from what I read. Um, I was a fan of those movies, so I'm excited they're gonna reboot it. It it got a little crazy there towards the end, but did, did you ever see the the latest one, the remake? 
No, I didn't. I never saw that. It's the one with uh, David Harbour. You never saw mm-hmm. that one? No, I didn't. I, I, I never saw it either. But apparently, obviously, you know, the reviews were kind of bad and stuff like that. But I, 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 I would figure David Harbour to do a good job. Maybe I'll go back and watch it. Because mm-hmm. I did really enjoy the first two. There's also something animated, right? Of Hellboy, if I'm not mistaken. Was it? I know what you're talking about. I just don't remember if it was a video game or not. Yeah. I know that there was also those movies that were big hits uh, that were set in the Hellboy universe, but not necessarily about Hellboy. More having to do with uh, Abe's parents, right? Yeah. I don't know what that one either is. It's either. I, I don't remember the movie's name, but I remember it was very, very popular. Um, so I'm, I'll definitely be checking this out. I'm probably going to go back and watch this uh, this other one, too, that you were talking about with uh, with David Harbour. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I always like these movies, so. Uh, let me know how it is. Um, also, coming back, uh, Akiva Goldsman says he's currently writing the script for Constantine 2. Um, not sure if this means that Keanu is coming back. I would imagine they would probably try their damnness to get him back, but yeah, I I love the first movie. Uh, still watch it every now and then. It's one of those that I go back to and just enjoy every single time I watch. Um, so I'm, I'm excited yeah, for I that. I haven't seen it in years, dude. I'm talking years. I just I remember bits and pieces of the ending, but I don't even remember like the main plot points of that film, dude. I just remember the ending being like, "Oh my goodness, this was so clever." Yeah, like it was survives. just. The no, way the way of and then I, I remember the visuals. And again, this is a long time ago. I remember the visuals being kind of cool. Maybe now they're obviously like dated, but I just remember him looking up and the sky and people and there's like these angels coming. It was super intense. Like, like I said, like I remember bits and pieces. I'll maybe I have to go back and give it a rewatch too. Yeah, so I'm I'm excited that's coming. We'll we'll see. Uh, we'll we'll let you know once we get more news about what's going on here. Uh, I am Legend Two, starring Michael B. Jordan and Will Smith. Uh, is going to be coming out. Um, it's reportedly going to be set decades after the original film. And something interesting that I've read is the alternate ending for the original film will supposedly be canon in yeah. the sequel. Um, I myself don't remember like what was the difference. I actually went back and checked. You went back and checked. So, In what... the alternate ending, because in the original ending... I forgot what they're even called, but the zombies, I'm going to call them zombies for, you know, my, my sake here. They did come in. They did break this window when the building was on fire. They broke the window, ran in, and it was, you know, bad versus evil, just like that. In the alternate ending, it looked like they, the, one of the zombies, whatever, because there was a zombie that was kind of like passed out. Well, they looked like they have, you know, a brain and they're, they can think for themselves and, you know, there's almost like sentient. Sentient, sentient yeah yeah sentient. and he picks up the zombie looks at will smith and takes off so it looks like they're gonna establish some sort of you know what's that underworld thing i guess <laughs> i don't know but that's what it looked like <laughs> i was like oh okay it's gonna be you know zombies oh. versus human type thing that's what it looked like you, you might want to go check it uh, yourself whenever well you know, it, yeah yeah okay so that makes sense then instead of it just being like a zombie survival thing. Now, if there's like, if some of the zombies, uh, whatever they actually are called, we're just going to go with zombies. Like yeah. I said. Well, if some of the zombies do become sentient, um, you know, it's not necessarily going to be just us versus them and, and just survival. You know, it's going to be, how are we going to coexist with the good ones while holding off the bad ones? 
and maybe some of the bad ones become Senya too. And what do you do when all of a sudden the this killer monster can think? <laughs> like yeah. So uh, it, it becomes a lot more complex. Uh, so I think that's good. Makes sense why they're yeah. why, why they're going with that one. Um, Squid Game season two. We mentioned Squid Game at the top of the show. Uh, Squid Game season two is beginning filming this summer. So I think that puts it at probably a 2024 window. Um, yeah, most likely mid mid late. Yeah, for sure. So um, what else do I have here? Oh, this one for for actually for your brother. I know he's the one I always associate with these with these movies because he loves them uh, just like I do. A live action How to Train Your Dragon movie is in the works from series director Dean De De Blos. De Blow? I don't. I, I don't know if he's De French, Blau. but De Blau. Okay, that sounds yeah. fun. There you go. Um, Thanks for that. Thanks for saving me. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um yeah. Hey, How to Train Dragon was amazing. It's a, it's an amazing series. It's an amazing trilogy. You know, uh, I actually those are actually some of the other Blu-rays that I own. I own parts one and two. I don't remember if I own part three or not, but I've seen part one millions of times. Part two and three is just as epic. I'll never forget. You know, part three when that one thing happens, my jaw dropped. I went. <gasps> Like legit, just gasped in the air, dude. Oh, so good, you know. And uh, what's his name? Jay, the the main actor's the main actor's mm-hmm. name, uh, just does a phenomenal job with Toothless. And Toothless is just I have a Toothless piggy bank somewhere around here. That's where I put my change, you know. But yeah, we're big fans, man. How to Train a Dragon is, you know. But again, when it comes to adapting something where animated, something I was animated that looks very very well, and you're gonna try to transition that into something else, it's gonna be, I wonder how that's gonna work. Yeah, uh, especially I thought it was interesting that uh, the the series director is on board too. So I think that that kind of means like we're probably expecting something really good. Yeah, I wonder how the Night Furies are gonna look. You know, like I would, just the dragons in general. Like, hey, we're getting live action dragons. I, I'm I don't know how it's gonna be, but we're getting live action dragons. I'm down, and if we're getting Night Furies, dude, you know, and I'm sure the sound effects will sound absolutely gorgeous like they did in the in the in the animated series yeah they had some really good music in the in those uh movies as well so we'll see what they if they bring some of that over or do something new or uh-huh. i don't know we'll see but uh it's said to be like in deep development already and they're already casting so yeah. this is quite quite a ways into uh what we're gonna get here and the film reportedly hits theaters on march 14 2025 so right around the corner it seems like a long way out but it'll be here before you know it yeah two two years Last thing I wanted to talk about, because this is, I have not found anything about this being legitimate or anything like that. I've just heard a lot of rumblings, and it's something that we've mentioned before, uh, actually not that long ago. Uh, Warner Brothers is reportedly working on a live action Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Uh, And one of the big stories here is, I mean, again, just rumor that Daniel Radcliffe, Emma Watson, and Rupert Grant are, will all return in their roles. So, I mean, I don't see it. I don't see... I actually see could see them coming back more than I can see them doing this movie. I think them doing the movie would be the bigger shocker. Because, like, I'm Daniel not... Daniel Radcliffe has said long, a long time ago he's done, and he'll never come back. If he came back, it'd probably be for nostalgia's sake. But in this case... Harry Potter doesn't even have a big role in this film, you know. Uh, he does have he does have a role, but obviously it's not like the big big ones you had, you know, in the original series. And I'm very 
very iffy if they decided to do something like this at a live action man very because I, I remember reading that and i still remember a lot of bits and pieces from the from the novel because again it was never a novel it was a stage play so you read it from a drama's perspective it was written and you know it was with the um the drama vernacular drama vocabulary and stuff like that you know in out you know the casting of characters on the left side scenes acts and stuff like that so um it yeah. was it was very easy read but it was something else yeah and, the 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 last time we discussed this i thought like it not being that um such a big and detailed um book or or you know rather the stage play rather than a book could be a positive in that they could explore more of the characters because i actually when i looked over like what the story was i thought it had a lot of potential but it just wasn't deep a deep story so i thought if they could expand and do like what some people do like with anime where they like make anime canon or they add and tell more story than what you get like in the manga and stuff like that uh i'm just using that as an example uh. um you could make uh you know something longer something better more investment stuff like that and i'm not shocked with the the reason i say i'm i'm would not be as shocked with the Daniel, Emma, and Rupert coming back is because they, uh, no, no thing, nothing against them, but they are not, they have not become those people that like don't have time to do something like this. And because uh. you mentioned uh, that their role is not going to be that big, we're just going to see little bits and pieces of them because for all intents and purposes, it is supposed to be like the next generation uh, sort of thing. Um, you know, they're not going to be a focal point, but it's, it would still be exciting to see them again because, uh, I mean, Hogwarts, man, uh, you know, as, as we're seeing, like it's still, <laughs> there's still so much to explore. So, uh, I think when we had this discussion about whether or not this could all be a thing, I think my hope was that they would split it into parts and get more in depth with characters and with new stuff and show us more of the world and characters rather than them just saying okay well here's the story like this is who this is about this is her deal this is his deal this is what's going on okay now it's over man i mean um, just the just the characters aren't i don't know if they're gonna be if it does come out people are gonna love scorpius like that's that's scorpius is the mvp um but just i don't think there's that very many likable characters and the problem with chris child is that it uses because the main plot point is a time traveling mechanic. I love time travel, but they use a lot of nostalgia and a lot of old characters to kind of get the reader invested. You know, I want to know more about these characters, these new characters about Rose, Scorpius, and Albus, and you know, and and uh, just the fact that I guess even the main character is kind of a loser, but I, I won't I won't say any any much from there. <laughs> So, um, if you have it, it's a quick read. It's 350 pages, but again, it is written in in um, drama format. So, I think I read the book in less than three hours. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we'll have to wait and see. Again, just rumor. We do obviously we're Harry Potter fans. Uh, Marcus maybe a little bit more hardcore than me, so I'm sure he has. You know, his feelings are very passionate, as you can tell. Um, me, I, I, I honestly just want to see more. Uh, I just want to see more of the Potterverse, whether it's this way, whether it's something completely new. I mean, Hogwarts has kind of shown that there's something, man, 
So hopefully we uh, we get more more of the of the Potterverse, but good, you know. So uh, yeah, good. I, and if like you said, maybe if they can, you know, give me some quality stuff, I'd be pretty okay. And and even I'm not even gonna mention, but like like exactly, but even like the the antagonist. Uh, uh, oh, okay. I thought you were gonna talk about uh, that series. We don't talk about. Which one? The yeah, that other one. You know. Which not one? going forward, not not the one going forward, but the one backwards, the one that was supposed to be about animals, but then it gets taken over by. Oh no, yeah, we don't talk about that. Yeah, yeah, I'm, a, I'm not going that spiel. And that's okay. what Rico, Rico even saw the third one, and I just, I still can't. Like after the second, one, I was like, oh my god. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> just want to see some damn magical beasts, man. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, ho- hopefully we get something good, even if it is this. I mean, if they nail it, or as as long as it's good, I'm okay yeah, with yeah. it. So, uh, before we get into the gaming, I know you being a really big anime fan, uh, you know, voice acting is something that we really uh, appreciate because we both watch anime, and I actually got a picture here of a of a voice actor for you, and her name is Lala. And she is the voice actor from the game Stray. Which one? I just sent it to you in uh, on on Discord. You did? I haven't received anything. Oh, I put it in the general, actually. Oh, general, general. Yeah. Okay. Check that out. They posted it, and it got a lot of upvotes on uh, on Reddit. And I was like, huh, I never played that game, but I know a guy that did, and he loved it. Where I, I, I still don't see it popping up on my, on my screen. Okay, here, let me DM it to you. Big Boss Bowser. Here you go. And boom. Me, Lala. Voice actor okay. from Stray. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Hey, man, great game. And Lala, dude, Lala, her, you know, she was... Amazing. <laughs> She's a cat. You know, Rico sent me a picture of a cat named Lala, who was the, the voice actress, feline actress for actress. Uh, for Stray. And it's a great game. And uh, you know what, dude? Like, just that was a great game, man. It really was. I don't really hope for a part two. It, it was an experience. Yeah. I mean, game of the year contender. So, I yeah. mean, what can you really say? Uh, so, uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and uh, maybe throw that up on the Twitter uh, later so that you can get a look at Lala for yourself. <laughs> but uh, jumping into some of the gaming stuff, um, Dead Island Two was uh, moved up a week. It was supposed to release um, April twenty eighth. It's now going being uh, bumped up a week again to April twenty first, twenty twenty three. No longer going up against uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, which, if you remember, was actually moved back to the twenty eighth. So. I don't know. I mean, I was okay with them moving it back initially, Dead Island, and then now they're moving it up. I don't know if it's just because of the competition or if, uh, or for a different reason. I feel like it's just because of the competition because why else do you move stuff up a week? Mm-hmm. Especially at this time when, uh, you know, it, 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 it's kind of right, not right around the corner, but we're almost there. Jedi Survivor got moved. Um, but yeah. Uh, April 21st now for mm-hmm. Dead Island 2 fans. Star Wars Jedi Survivor actually was in the news too. We got a, a IGN first look 
with a little bit of a little bit of footage and uh some of the notable things was that or the big notable thing was that um there's going to be dismemberment if you watch the clip you can see a stormtrooper get his leg cut off which i mean that happens in star wars so you know people always thought like oh how come this doesn't happen well it's happening now so for those of you that were <laughs> hoping for dismemberment, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it makes sense. I and mean, you know, lifesaver nobody ever gets, you know, their limbs, you know, taken off. Yeah. I mean, limbs are one thing. I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about, you know, heads dropping and stuff like that. So. Yeah, yeah. I rated our Star Wars. Yeah. But uh, the game looked good. It, it looked, uh, you know, like a Jedi, Star Wars Jedi game. Yeah. So it looked fun. I'll be checking that out too. And now I'm actually excited that I'm going to have at least a week to put into Dead Island before Star Wars uh, comes out. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that change, actually. There is a multiplayer mod for Hogwarts Legacy in the works from the makers of the Skyrim Together Reborn multiplayer mod. So modders are giving us some of the, one of the things that we kind of want for this game. And reportedly, there's already a test build out there. So... Uh, I'm not sure through what they're going to put this out, if you'll be able to access it on Steam or if you'll have to download it another client or something like that. But I think I read that eight people will be able to play together. Oh, wow. Yeah, modders are amazing, man. It, it's crazy. Some of the stuff I was able to do in Skyrim. I don't know if I ever played this one, but uh, I don't think I ever played the, the Together Reborn, but I played some crazy uh, DLCs and stuff like that that were very highly touted and they were great. Like, you couldn't really distinguish that this was not a part of the game, like that the creators made. Uh-huh. It, it, it was really, really cool. So, um, while we're talking about Hogwarts, how, how are you feeling? You, you know, you said you're putting a lot more time in. Are you getting deeper into it? Are you kind of like just having fun? Are you? Uh, is your excitement still building? Where are you at right now? I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm, I'm liking the game. I'm loving the world at this point. I'm starting to see just some of the limitations and I, I guess some of the repetitiveness and not even from the combat. To me, the combat's the best part, but you know, some of the puzzles, some of the collectibles and stuff can get a little daunting, especially, you know, if you're trying to collect everything, not as bad as finding 900 Korok seeds in Breath of the Wild, right? But, you know, just it's just kind of, kind of the repetitive nature and, it might, and also, I wish the world were bigger, you know? Like, now that, now that I've kind of, you, you, can, you have the broom and you're able to fly everywhere, I would like a bigger world. In this case, yeah, you have you have Hogsmeade, Hogwarts, and then you have the Highlands. You know, so you have three areas. The Highlands being, you know, the the, the Highlands, but the Highlands is just one area. Obviously, you know, you couldn't probably have more. Um, I would have liked to have even maybe have done it like Arceus style, where you know you can go to different parts of the universe and you just load in the screen. You know, go to a different part, load into the screen and stuff like that. Like, I wouldn't have minded that. It doesn't have to be a completely open sandbox, but I would have liked to have seen what the different worlds had to offer. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm starting to see some of the repetitiveness. Uh, but, that's not, again, that's not to say or take away that I'm really, really, really enjoying this game. I love the world. I, I love the lore. I think the combat's a lot of fun. I would like, I would, you know, if they if they make a part two, you know, because they had already said that as far as DLC is concerned, they're not really planning anything. And that's perfectly okay. I paid for a full game. Um, but if they made a part two, obviously there's going to be some things that they can make better. If they have, if they ever decided to, Hey, you know, they want to be more intentional with the wizard builder or the wizard creator, you know, as far as like builds are concerned, you know, like 
that would be a hell of a step in that direction. So there's a lot they can do. In my case, as of right now, I think I'm at about, I think I'm about halfway. I think um, if I had to give this a review, I would say it's a solid. It's a solid eight, uh, more on the lower side than the upside. Just because again, there there are some things that can be built on the performance. I'm still I'm still having a couple of uh, issues with the bugs and stuff like that. Uh, but I'm really, really enjoying. It. Is it perfect? No. But if if you're a fan, you just, I think you have to play it. it. It's it's enjoyable, and I'm having a blast. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm gonna echo a lot of the things that you said. You know, um, I'm I, I've gotten to the point where I have the repetitive fights. I've gotten to the point where I'm not really having too much of a challenge, other than you know, if something happens, it's because it's my fault that I'm I messed up. Uh, and that's because I don't even have the most OP spell in the game yet. Um, but, you know, it, it's still fun doing your combos and stuff like that and taking stuff out. But I'm kind of steamrolling everything. And uh, the collection, I'm kind of sticking right now to like, I'm going to get all of these similar things at the same time. I try to start doing like, I'm going to get everything from this area then this area then this area but then i kind of got like fed up with that and it yeah. felt like too much of a chore so grand, i started yeah. I, I started to do like okay i'm gonna get all of these first and i'm gonna get all of these first and then i mean these second and these third and i actually am pleasantly surprised with the story i'm really actually enjoying where they're going with the story and with some of the characters and uh you know something different and unique um, that we didn't really know about or we didn't know of. I'm loving the, you know, the throwbacks to some of the stuff. Like, you are able to learn a little bit about, uh, you, you're able to discover, like, some writings for, from some of the uh, some of the founders of Hogwarts, and they write some certain things, and you're like, whoa, like, I know about that. Like, I know about this. So that that's always exciting. Like, again, like you said, for a fan, you know, you have to try it. It's a, it's a, it's a must try. Um, if anything, you're right. It's, it's about an eight out of 10. Uh, and I think, I, I think, uh, your fandom only makes that better. So maybe if you're not a fan, you know, maybe, maybe you bump down to like a 75, 7.5. Yeah, if yeah. you're a big fan, you could go up to probably even the high eights closer to a nine. If you're a really, really big fan. Because it nails it. It does so many things right. And hopefully they just continue to build on this and improve. And make it a little bit more like unique. So you feel... Because ultimately the big part of an RPG is how much does a character feel like my own? Yeah. How much does it feel like like this is my experience versus like somebody else can do something completely different? And I, I, think, I think that's a great point, right? It's like, And that's what I mean, wanting more customization and creativity to make your ultimate wizard where since it's not as complex you know my experience is going to be similar to a lot of other people's yeah you make it yeah it's a damn great point yeah and that that's really across the board with all rpgs i mean yeah. but that's not to take away from what they've done with this game you know we haven't had anything like this in a while not not in not in this kind of universe not in a big universe that i can think of um so I mean I think it's a big success and hopefully the first just the first step uh, towards like you know more in these uh, kinds of games. Now I promised we would talk about Pokemon, but I won't go too too far. Uh, we had a uh, we're having actually 
I don't know if it finished today, but we're having the Pokemon International Championships in Oce uh, Oceana. So there's a distribution going on for uh, Garganaco. Uh, I believe it's fully trained. It's uh, I don't remember the person whose Garganaco it is, but it's one of the VGC players. Uh, and this uh, is through a code. The code is the number one ST as in first champ and then SV. First Champ SV, Scarlet Violet. Uh, again, you can just look this up. It's going to be running through February 20th, 2023. So just another two days. So uh, go ahead and look that up uh, so that you can check the code if I wasn't clear about what it is. And, you know, get get yourself a competitive Garganaco. Again, that's going to be through February 20th. So, you know, you'll have a, about a day or two till when uh, you're listening to this. We also did get some patch notes for the upcoming patch for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. There was, uh, you know, mixed feelings about uh, what this patch was. Uh, it's coming at the end of the month. So, you know, in the next 10 days, in the next couple days, uh, we are still expecting a Pokemon Direct. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what comes out here. Uh, some of the things of note were like they're fixing a lot of the uh things in raid dens so if you're one of those people that do the, the raid dens a lot and get those freezing things and stuff like that or like the health goes all wacky and doesn't show you the actual health of the pokemon you're going up against some of the crashes from uh, the pokemon uh when you're going in, when you're trying to get into a raid den with people or the uh you know just a lot of general little things like that uh, something that a lot of people were upset about because they, it wasn't mentioned was um, frame rate. They really didn't mention any of the frame rate issues, but they did say that they're going to fix some of the stability and crashes, be, that they're going to eliminate a lot of the instances where you get uh, Pokemon or characters and stuff like that walking like in the middle of your battle. They are gonna, supposed to reduce the amount of uh, Pokemon like in the overworld. I don't know if that means like within a certain distance or, you know, we're not going to know until we get it. So a lot of people were happy that they changed a lot of things and fixing a lot of things. Some people were saying this is not enough. But uh, one of the bigger things was at the very end, they said that there is also going to be some other things that they're going to announce a little bit later. I don't know if you got to, did you check out these patches at all? The yes, I, I read them. So they say other bug fixes will be implemented, and they said that some other stuff is going to be in there that they'll let us know at a later time. Yeah. Now, if if you remember during Pokemon Sword and Shield, it was in, I don't remember if it was in January or when it was, um, they, we got a patch, and they, I don't know, if, I don't remember if they said something similar, but we ended up getting a patch and everybody was surprised because you ended up going to a one of the train stations and all of a sudden we saw we got our first glimpse of Galarian Slowbro. Slowpoke, sorry. So people are saying a lot of people are speculating, are we maybe gonna get a little secret in there and they're trying to surprise us and that's why they're not saying uh, anything about these other things that they're going to put in there? Could it possibly be a little shadow drop like that? Like they gave us with the... I believe we also saw like our rival that was going to be coming out in the first uh, DLC. In the Owl of Armor DLC. Uh -huh. uh, whether it was Avery or... I don't remember the name of the other character. Um, oh, That's because I have their card. <laughs> I have both of their cards and I don't remember either. <laughs> 
yeah so anyways uh you know we're gonna be looking out for that we we still do expect uh, some kind of little announcement for pokemon day or a direct in the coming days i think uh, pokemon day is on the 27th so i don't know if we'll get it that day you said that usually we do we have directs when we have directs tuesdays and wednesdays very 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 rarely on, i mean i'm tuesday and wednesday yeah very very rarely on thursdays so if you're shooting for a date and they said at the end of the it's probably gonna be at 8 a.m so if they're gonna do like any town direct wait what's pokemon day again the 27th so 27th would fall on a monday on a monday but so then we also have the 28th which could be on tuesday on tuesday so, so that honestly, those would be your best bet yeah those would be like probably the or they could do the tuesday before the pokemon day which would be this coming tuesday not likely i would say you're dead on 27 28 monday tuesday uh one of those days is probably when we're gonna expect not just a direct but also this patch yeah, and I would have said Tuesday if not for Pokemon Day. You know, that's me. But if, again, just maybe Monday because of Pokemon Day, but I would shoot for the 28th. And maybe, or maybe we'll be surprised and get something this week. But if I had to pick dates, those would be the two. Yeah, so so we'll see. We'll see what we end up getting there. Uh, last little thing I had was uh, Diablo 4 beta kicks off next month. Um, this beta is said to consist of a significant look at the upcoming game. Uh, anybody that pre-orders is going to get early access, which they'll be able to play on early on March 17th through the 19th. And the general public will be getting the open beta March 24th through the 26th. So if it's something that you're going to check out that you know you're going to get, you know, might as well pre-order. <clears throat> if you, you know, if if, uh, if you're able to do that and get a couple, you know, days early of uh, the beta, or if you're kind of more of a wait and see person, you can go ahead and wait, see what other people are saying, or if you're not gonna wait till if you're gonna wait till day of, you know, you'll be able to get some opinions of some of the people doing not only the pre-order early access but also the open beta, and you can see what people are saying. You know, if you have a content creator that you like, you can kind of go off their opinion. Uh, I'm sure, I'm I'm pretty sure most both of us are interested in this game, right? Yes. It's the last time I played a pre-order, though. Um, the save didn't carry over, so... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing. <laughs> Be prepared to not have your character saved. Yeah, we'll see. And I'm sure they'll update us, you know. It, it's it's not too far off, so... Yeah, I think that's it for gaming. Anything else uh, in there? Have Did you play anything new? Did you... Anything else on your radar? Uh, nothing right now. Again, I've just been playing Hogwarts, and my Switch will never have a chance. Uh, but no, just watching One Piece. I just cracked episode 200. I'm on episode 202. Uh, so slowly but surely. <laughs> but I'm enjoying every minute. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm loving it. It, it does not feel like a chore at all to me, man. But uh, before I throw one last thing at you, any hopes for Pokemon Day? Any hopes? I would have to say Pokemon Stadium. <laughs> I got it right. But you, I get something. New or they're gonna? We already know that the the stadium games are coming to. I'm saying new. I'm saying, po- yeah. so, okay. I'm saying Pokemon Stadium three, but you know, I I, I don't know if we'll get something. Out. I'm always into new Pokemon. I've I've you know, if we can get some new Pokemon, if we can maybe get an announcement. Hey, you know, Hisui and Pokemon are making a comeback. So here you go. So that'd be kind of cool. Uh, I don't know if we'll get something for Pokemon Home, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, if if I if there's a new game out there, uh, Pokemon Stadium three or 
Pokemon Puzzle League 2. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, if I, you know, new Pokemon would be fun. Yeah, any, any, anything new Pokemon. Honestly, yeah, that, that's how I feel as well. Uh, there's been rumors about a new... Uh, there, the two big rumors. One of them has been that we're going to be getting the... Most likely going to be getting the uh, Game Boy games, Game Boy Color games, and Game Boy Advance games. Uh, maybe Pokemon Day. Uh, you know, since they've announced that we're going to be getting the Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance things, it makes sense that they were going to put this in there too. Maybe some of them, maybe behind the paywall, maybe behind its own paywall, who knows. But uh, that's one thing. I would love a new stadium. It would be nice if we, we already know the stadium games are coming. It would be nice if they dropped those other ones that day and maybe even announce a new one it would be fun. You know, it nowadays party games are just amazing, like with online functionality and all that. If they do it right, you know, it could be a great thing. Yeah. There's all the other big rumor is that we're we are supposedly gonna get what is it called? The one where you become a Pokemon. Pokemon not Ranger. Ranger. Oh. It's not Ranger. It's the uh, it's the other, or is that what it is? Is that the one where you where you turn into the Pokemon Mystery Pokemon Dungeon? Mystery Dungeon. Mystery yeah. Dungeon. Re- supposedly we're getting one of those. Like people have speculated, and there's reports. I mean, it, we won't know until the day of, right? But reports reportedly we're going to be getting another one of those. Hopefully, DLC announcement uh, for Scarlet and Violet. Uh, I don't really see us getting anything too much in terms of like a new game. I feel like it's too early for that. So, unless it's gonna be like a, a another let's go for Johto or something like that, who knows? Yeah. But uh, Stadium is a great one. I, I, I'm, I'm on that train too. So uh, yeah, last thing I have for you actually was something that was sent to me earlier by uh, one of our one of our huge fans, Cell, and she sent me this clip. It's gonna be our first clip of the week. I'm about to DM it to you, and it is um, a job. Did you get it? A job, yeah. It's a job, a, a, a pretty funny job uh, on the Tokyo train station, and these guys are called professional I've, pushers. I've seen this, yeah. You've seen it? I had never seen it, so I was losing my mind. And uh, in the first part of the clip, you see these guys helping these people squeeze into the train. And it's an old clip. It's from six years ago, but I had never seen, or I never knew this was a thing. And they're helping this guy get onto the train by shoving him in, like the way you would pack your luggage into a car, like real crazy. And the guy real nonchalant is just like, oh, okay. And in the second clip, they're like going hard getting these people in the train. (laughs) So I was just losing my mind with this. Uh, And in some of the comments, there was one person in the comments that said, I had a friend that worked in Tokyo. And she said that uh, when they when they helped her get in or when they they packed everybody in, that her feet were off the ground from the time she got in the train, <laughs> from the time they closed the train till she got to her stop. So like that that's that's intense, man. Not just like the funniness of like there's professional pushers, but also like man, these people are getting packed in there like sardines. Yeah, claustrophobia, man. I, I know, like, that's exactly what I thought, like, coming off of, uh, you know, our, our episode about phobias and stuff like that. I was like, uh-uh, like, <laughs> not for me, bro. Maybe the, I, I'll be a pusher, but I ain't getting in there. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, 
but uh, yeah, it was a, it was a good talk. Uh, again, we'll have the All Star game uh, coming up tomorrow, so hopefully that's exciting. Uh, any hopes there? Any hopes for the All Star game? I mean, just nah, it's good fun. I, I've always enjoyed it. You know, uh, I I know what to expect. A lot of times, I just don't want anybody to get hurt. But I, I you know, just see something fun. I like when they show off a little bit and stuff. So it's cool. All right, all right. So uh, with that being said. You know, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening to our little rants, our little stuff about the news and stuff like that. And, dude, check out Physical 100. You won't regret it. It's really fun. Uh, And I really hope that it picks up. People end up liking it. It trends. And uh, I hope that we get an American version because it'll be interesting to see, again, like I said, who goes out there and puts it all on the line to, you know, compete and, you know, claim that title of, like, the perfect competitor. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll I'll look into it, see if it's right up my alley. Yeah, check it out, dude. It's hard to turn off once you get into it. So <laughs> give it a watch. But uh, right. yeah, take us out, Marcus. So yeah, last week we did not have a discussion, unfortunately. What, what happened last week that we didn't? So, you know, it was just it, it, sometimes, you know, things caught up. Oh, the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl came up. And obviously Sunday, usually we're, we record Sunday. And we didn't have a chance to Saturday. So... We didn't have a discussion this week. Hopefully, we'll maybe have a discussion for you guys uh, for this weekend. Uh, this, what are we, February 18th. But if you haven't, go back and check our weekly recap last week where we talked about the Super Bowl, NBA moves, and the trend dead- deadline. So, a lot of sports filled from last week. Uh, but other than that, get ready to check out our weekly recap for this week and our discussion, hopefully coming up. But other than that, you guys have a good night. Thank you for listening. Later, guys.